Uh, hey, everyone. We're here tonight with Metal Mike DeLeon, who plays in Phil Anselma and the Illegals, Soulfly, Flesh Hoarder, and you've other got, stuff. Yeah, you've got, I don't know, three or four other hundred projects going on, I'm sure. How you guys doing, man? Thank you all. Uh, thank you, Tom, and to everybody uh, for having me on the, the podcast. I've been looking forward to this for a while now, and uh, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, dude, really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to, you know, spend chatting and, and uh, just give us like the rundown. So we're going to start from the beginning because I'm a curious fuck. Um, what made you want to get into music? Awesome. All right. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, man. Three years old. When I was three years old, that's when I knew I wanted to do music. I I remember that because I was like plucking away at my dad's, you know, a little acoustic guitar. I was three years old, four years old. Um, 1986, my dad took me to see two concerts. My first concert ever. Nobody really knows this, but my first concert was Stevie Wonder. I saw Stevie Wonder April the 16th, 1986. It was so awesome in Austin, Texas. And then a few months later in December of 86, I was still four. I got to go see um, the David Lee Roth lineup right after Van Halen. And it was like Steve Vai, Billy Sheehan, uh, David Lee Roth, and Greg Bissonette on the drums. And I was four and I was like, just taking all this music in. So for me, it was at a really young age. And uh, if from then it was just, you know, Poison, Motley Crue, uh, Aerosmith, and uh, just all these monstrous bands, you know, at a really young age, just e e eating all this up. And then, you know, a lot of Carlos Santana being played in the house. And, you know, a lot of Eddie Van Halen being played in the house. So it's just music has always been there. And then and then around like eight years old, I got my first my first real guitar and it's been on ever since then. Hell yeah, dude. And I feel like you've you've played in. So you've done live guitar for like Insight. You did some uh, M.O.D. Awesome. Uh, like you've done a lot of shit like in your life, which is fucking phenomenal. It's crazy, man. You know, uh, to, to really sit back and, and think about it, which sometimes I do, you know, I'll, I'll sit back and think about little points of my life and, you know, where I've come from, you know, point A to point B and, you know, and then some, you know, to, to travel the world and, uh, you know, to, to make it back here in my hometown and uh, to, 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 to know looking forward into the future, you know, it's just going to continue to keep on, you know, staying busy and, and, uh, and rocking and rolling, man. Lots of, lots of that to come and lots of metal. So it's good, man. I, I, I love, I love playing live. I love playing. I love playing in various bands. It's, it's such a great, um, it's such a great thing to do for a musician to be able to just like Philip or Max, you know, they love having outlets for a different emotion, a different feeling. You know, it's uh, some is hardcore, some is death metal, some is real peace and quiet. So it's really good to, to be able to be, a you know, a musician and to stay busy just doing different things. But uh, yeah, it's been good. Just been jamming in a lot of bands, jamming with a lot of awesome musicians from all around and uh 
a lot to look forward to into 2024, man. Oh, for sure. You've, you know, I feel like, <laughs> you know, you, you've done, you know, one, you're, you're a great guitar player. Um, Thank you. You know, I, I was uh, lucky enough to catch you with, with the illegals uh, playing with Slayer here in Louisville. Okay. And I took my daughter to that. And I'll tell you, when you guys got off stage, she was singing walk the whole fucking time. I'm like, yeah. Yes, that's great. We, you know, the, the band, you know, especially Philip, you know, but all of us, we love to hear those stories, man. Just, just all the generations, just, you know, feeling that, heavy metal emotion man and and that's great and th that's awesome that she was she she you know she was enjoying it man so that's great well and that's i think that's what brings us all together too is like music not just necessarily heavy metal but like your first show stevie wonder mine was michael jackson on the thriller tour dude you know? we could we could spend an hour talking about that alone that is awesome to hear man i'm a you know, here in the household, household, me and the wife are, uh, you know, we're big Michael Jackson fans and we'll throw on some of his tunes from time to time. And, you know, just getting that spirit, man, that upbeat, you know, funky old spirit, man. So that's man, what a show to have seen. That's awesome. Yeah, I never got to see Stevie Wonder. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm a little jealous there. Right. You still may you still have, may have a chance. He's still he's still with us, you know, so yeah. maybe one one day, man, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so 2024 soul flies, soul flies touring. Yes, we have some shows, uh, announced already. We're playing uh, a couple of festivals that just got announced and, uh, we're going to be playing. And at the end of the year, the Lamb of God headbangers boat, which I'm so, I'm, I've never been on a cruise and I've, you know, you know, all of us guys, we see the metal cruises, you know, lots of all sorts of cruises happening. So I'm excited to be on my first cruise and for it to be the head, you know, the headbangers boat, it's just going to be a phenomenal time. And everybody just hangs out. It seems like, and enjoys, you know, a good time together. So we're doing that at the end of the year. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be some more announcements sprinkled in here and there um, throughout the year for Soulfly. So it's great. And being a musician, you know, like uh, as myself, just, I'm already getting booked in other with other projects already, you know, that will, you know, we'll be able to announce real soon, but I'm definitely going to be doing the Bay area inner thrashional again, which was a, something I was a part of a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be playing at dynamo fest in um, Holland in August. And it's going to be a phenomenal, it's just so many awesome players and we come together and pay tribute to metal thrash of the past. And we all just, we everybody gets to jam it's just such a good time so that's coming up in in uh in a few months so uh, this summer so i'm really looking forward to that and just uh branching out and being able to to jam and it's 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 great that headbanger's boat man that lineup is stacked you know i hate god corrosion and conformity soulfly exodus of course lamb of god death clock like holy shit man and the old school grinders napalm napalm death, death. yeah so i can't absolutely wait i've played with napalm so many times in my life all around the world so to add um the headbangers boat off the list i mean that's just gonna be super cool and then my brothers and i hate god i cannot wait you know so it's gonna be a good good time and hopefully uh hopefully we can get some party favors on that boat you know because 
we're gonna want to be hanging, man. So it's I can't wait, man. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be it'll be pretty easy going into the port in Miami. You just gotta watch that shit in the in the Dominican Republic. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll you know we'll once we get there, we'll uh we'll see how it goes, man. It's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be on that boat. I'm pretty stoked for that. Oh, great, man! Well, I'll see you on there. We'll we'll uh, we'll hit the buffet. Yeah. Let's hit the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it, man. That'd be good shit. Uh, so how how did you get hooked up with uh, Max and Phil? Oh, man. Okay, well, like you mentioned earlier, I was jamming an MOD. So I was playing with Billy Milano, who in my life at that time was such a big legend, you know, because I was such a big, still, you know, a SOD fan, MOD fan. It's just old school crossover and especially that SOD stuff that was, you know, that early material, that that speaking with your die album is still a legendary album. So yeah. when I got the call to jam with Billy and that was my first real big stepping stepping stone, you know, to 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 to, to get things going. And, um, you know, just got the phone call to want to, to wanna go jam with Billy to go jam some of those old songs. I jumped at the bit, you know, being a young, young kid here in the Texas scene, man, I was ready to, uh, to, to, to do my thing. I already had been jamming in a, you know, my other band, which was called Disfigured, you know, since 2000, we were already playing the Texas circuit, you know, so it, it was really, really good to, uh, to, to, you know, start jamming with some other guys. And, um, so we were in Germany and, uh, MOD and the illegals, cross paths at this festival and um we we hung out that day I, I got to meet the whole guy all the guys didn't really get to say much to philip but i remember meeting the other guys and everybody in the illegals was so awesome super rad and a lot of the guys were from texas so it was just like these little things were starting to connect you know little by little and um you know a few months went by i was working at a fast food spot in town and uh, i get the phone call and it was from Stephen, Stephen Taylor, my brother from the illegals. And uh, he was like, like, Mike, we're looking for a guy, you know, we need a new guy in the band, you know, so, so-and-so, you know, so, so this is going down. And uh, I was so floored, you know, to be able to, to, to go jam with, you know, Philip Anselmo, you know, such a prestigious, you know, heavy metal legend, you know, mm -hmm. so it, it was a really, really big deal coming from a, a young Texas kid to go jam with Phil Anselmo and the illegals. Plus it was like death metal. It was like extreme metal. It was, it was black metal. It was a little bit of everything. So it was right up my alley is what I want to say. It was like right up what I was already doing. So it couldn't have been a better timing and a better fit. Um, one thing led to another with MOD and the band kind of went our separate ways. And I was really bummed about that because I really put a lot of my blood, sweat and tears into that band. And uh, one things fell apart. Things really picked up with Philip said it best. He said, when one door closes, another door opens and that's exactly what happened and uh a week a week later from an email i got an email a week later i was at philip's house at the notferatu's lair the legendary lair and i just couldn't believe it i was jamming deicide 
all the way down to Phillips house, jamming the illegals, kind of just making sure I knew the material, but then a lot of D side in between. And, um, it just, it, it just, we became family. It's just the best way to say it to this day. You know, I have a lot of love for my brother, Philip. We're real close. We, you know, we still keep in contact often. And, um, you know, now he's busy with Pantera. So it's, everybody's happy. You know, I'm happy for him. You know, we got to do, we kind of got to start things off with the illegals. You know, we kind of jump started a lot of that you know yeah. nobody really knew it at the time what was really going on or what was going to happen in the future but we were already kind of getting the ball rolling and it was an absolute honor you know to to be able to jump in those shoes for a period of my life and play you know the dime bag the king man you know uh he was on my walls as a kid, taped all over my walls. That's who I was into. You know, my dad took me to see Pantera at a really young age, opening for Black Sabbath. So it was just, you know, it was I was in the rafters looking down, seeing these guys. You know, it was a big deal. So when I got the opportunity, it was super cool. And like I said, but jamming those songs was awesome. And, um, you know, now Philip's busy. He's doing his thing nothing but love for my brother and all the guys in Pantera. And um, while he's busy doing that, Soulfly was, has been busy and they were busy with Dino from uh, Fear Factory. Saw much love. Yeah. yeah, much love to Dino, man. Dude is, for me again, such another big inspiration. That right hand attack that Dino has is, is, is like no other, you know? So, um, those are, you know, all the guys in, in Soulfly, all the guitar players have all been great, great dudes. But uh, a door kind of opened up in that position. And I was really eager to try to get my name in the hat when I kind of got word what was going on, that they were going to be looking for a guy. Um, it was about probably a little over a year ago. And I was just like, man, if I can just let them know that I am, I want to jam. I really want to jam with Soulfly. It was, you know, again, just looking back 20 years, I was, you know, we all were all just a young dude in the, in the pit, you know, going nuts for these huge legendary bands. So um, to, to get that opportunity and I've met Max a few times, we've hung out, you know, in the passing with Philip and just, just in metal, you know, it's, you, you meet, you meet, you know, all these, all these awesome dudes and everybody's just players. Everybody just wants to, to jam. And uh, I, I got the opportunity and it has been another dream, absolute dream come true to be jamming with uh, Max Cavalera. It's so wild to even be saying that, you know, and uh, Sepultura was just another one of those bands as a kid, you know, that was just pounding those riffs into my brain that just are everlasting you know so it's it's really cool to be in that middle ground where i got soulfly and you know we're busy and i really want to write some new material and and put out an album with soulfly it, it would be another dream and uh while philip's busy doing his thing you know doing pantera and when the time is right you know the illegals will get back to business you know and we'll be we'll get back to grinding as well so it's a it's a really good position to be in and i thank the metal gods up above rob <laughs> halford <laughs> up above you know I mean, I mean, just thanking the metal gods, man, that um, that 
it, it, it's just been an absolute dream come true to be jamming with, you know, these icons, you know, that we all grew up listening to. So it's, it, it's been awesome, man. And, and I just can't, I, I, I just in, enjoy it, man, to the fullest. Yeah. I love it for you. I think it's great. Cause you don't just get to, you know, jam with one legend, you get two, you know, in, in the heavy metal universe, like those right. are the people growing up, you know, all of us were like, Oh man, you know, Pantera, Sepultura, like, oh, these are the these are the fucking bands. Like, I, I remember the first time I saw Sepultura, it was uh, Sepultura, Biohazard, Danzig, and Ozzy. Man, huge, like, huge. Yeah, that's a great. That's Danzig. What a whole a whole nother hour of talking about yeah. how awesome the love for, you know, for Danzig's music, man, just the yeah. everlasting, man. So yeah. Like, like I said, it's just, it's, it's awesome, man. I, 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 um, I try to stay as humble as possible and, you know, and just stay grounded because we're all just metal dudes, you know, every, you know, and it's just uh, a big thank you to, uh, to, to keep the metal dream alive, man. Hell yeah. And you got, you know, your, your wife supporting you and letting you go off and do all this is, is phenomenal, right. To have that support at home and, and to go out and be, I'll call it, be a rock star, right. For a while and then come home and, and just be normal metal Mike. Right. That's, you know, you know, for all musicians, it's so important to have that support. That's the best word for it. You know, that balance, that support, and to, to, to be able to have each other, you know, I try to support her and all her ambitions that she wants to do. And, you know, when I'm home, I'm like, please go do this. Please go do that. I got, I got, I got it. I'll hold it down. You know, you've been holding it down while I've been doing the rock star thing, you know, just like you said. And so it's great to have that support in your corner and have each other there to help balance the life out. Cause it's, it can be, it could be a, a you know a lot to handle sometimes schedules yeah. get all crazy so it's good to have a great communication and you know just try to make it work as best as you can man for sure hell yeah dude well that that's awesome so um run us through like your your live rig what's that look like oh all right great question right now my live my live rig i'm going to be 100% honest with the whole rig right now let's start with the head i am running through i typically have been using the mesa triple wreck but right now my mesa is getting uh some some things worked on and getting some new tubes and whatnot so my live rig for the last few months lately have been uh evh 5150 it's a beautiful old uh, 50 watt head it's pretty brand new and it it is so awesome. The tones out of that thing alone are great. So I have I have that that I'm running through two Mesa four by twelves for my for my beef there, and then into my pedal board. My pedal board will consist of um my power block, which is powering up the whole thing, into the old Boss Chromatic tuner, right into a, the Digitech Whammy pedal, which is you know for all the the dime bag stuff and even in Soulfly, there's a lot of whammy pedal it's really awesome pedal and on the other half of the pedal is the d tuner so if i want to change tunings and keep my guitar in the same tuning i hit the button and 
it automatically changes the tuning out of the rig into the tuning I need it to be in. And lately, if I'm in A on my guitar and I need to go to B, I just put it, you know, a, a full step down, hit the button and it's coming. B is now coming right out. And it's still, the, the, the tone is still there. It's it's ripping and, uh, and I'm still in my A. And then when I need to go back to those songs, I just hit the button and now I'm back in my standard tuning. So I really like this Digitech pedal. It has a little bit of both. So that's a good, that's a, that's a good question right there. Right into, uh, I just got the neural quad cortex. If you, if it's, 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 um, it's the, it's the pedal right now. Lots and lots of bands, big bands, Meshuggah to the homies and lamb of God to, I mean, the list goes on are using the quad cortex Megadeth are everybody's using the new quad cortex. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's Gojira's pedal, but the guys in Gojira and the company were were really hand in hand when it came to designing the pedal. A lot of the tones and everything are uh, really awesome or really, you know, you can do it's a playground for this for this for this pedal. So I have this. I'm using that right now. And I'm sure a lot of guys are like, dude, that's the one. It, it's 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 an awesome pedal. And uh, I just got it about two months ago. So I'm, it's new to me. I'm playing around with it, but I definitely want to say the quad cortex. Also, want to give a lot of love to my friends in Moore because I've been using the Moore uh, um, product for a long time. I'm still using the Moore product, and uh, it's just not on my, my my main live rig right now. Now I'm using the quad cortex. Right out of that, that's my pedal board right there. Everything basic, heavy tones crunch not trying to add too much i just want to keep it crunchy and heavy and simple and then i'm running right into my dean guitar and i'm sponsored by the dean so i'm sending lots of love to the dean dream come true to be with the family at dean and um got some really cool things in the works coming from from them as well here real soon i cannot wait to, to, to spread to share with the world and um but right now I'm running through a seven string exile. I absolutely love my exile. It's my blue uh, graphite looking guitar. You'll see a lot of photos with it. And then I have my uh, backup guitar, which I call salsa. Cause it looks like you're eating hot sauce. It's salsa brown and uh, it's a seven string as well. And it's just a replica of the other one. And it's, it's my backup, but I'm using the seven string exiles for my Soulfly rig. When I was with the illegals, I was using my um, D, my my dime stealth, which was great, and then my seven string ML, which were like was like a dime style body. But right now with Soulfly, I'm using the seven strings and uh, rocking these exiles, man. So that's pretty much my live rig strings. I'm using Ernie Ball strings, EMG pickups. I got some Futone stuff rocking in the guitar, um, pig hog cables, inky cases. Uh, and Richter guitar straps, man. Those are all my uh, all my odds and ends, man. And uh, I use lots of it. Travel the world with all my gear. So check all those good, you know, all those good products out, man. And uh, dwell into it. It's all good stuff to to be uh, to be checking out. So you use the same rig across all the bands, including uh, Flesh Hoarder. Yes. I try to, I try to with flesh order, I'll scale things down. I won't use the whammy pedal. We don't do any of that stuff. Sure. You know, I won't, 
Uh, we want, you know, a couple of little odds and ends. Oh, I forgot to mention, I have a Wawa pedal, the, the Morley Wawa pedal. That's in my my, in my my pedal board rig as well. So I want to throw that back in there real quick for the Wawa. I, I, you know, there's some Soulfly stuff that I got to use it for. So I got to, I use the Morley, the old school Morley one, man. It keeps, it, it keeps and holds the trust, man. So I got to rock with what I know. And, um, but for, you know, for, for, for different bands, I try to just, Try to keep it the same, but with flesh holder, typically it's it's just a uh, meat and bones with that right there because it's just chunk and death metal, man. So it's yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's all good shit. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you like flesh holder, man. That's uh that's our that's our band here in the Texas scene, and like like I said, I was telling you earlier, we are working on a on a, a new album, our third album already, which is so phenomenal to say. We're all mexican dudes that all been you know knowing each other here in the scene for a for a long time and we've all been jamming in different bands so we've been this band for a while now so it's it's good to be to have that brotherhood still there and uh we all love each other get along and working on this new album together it's great hell yeah and you guys did what uh <laughs> mexico metal fest last year right as flesh order yeah as the end of the year we ended the year really strong which was great I was with Soulfly all summer, which was really busy. We were all over the world. And I got home on like a Tuesday. And by like Saturday, four days later, I was in a van with Flesh Hoarder already off to Arkansas because we did some of the Pantera Lama God shows. Oh, yeah. That, um, that was just super phenomenal to be a part of. It was like an amphitheater full of thousand people, man. And, uh, you know, we're just, a, I always tell everybody, we're just a local death metal band. So it was great to be on a, you know, a nice prestigious stage to go out and jam and uh, display our form of death metal to like a big, you know, amount of folks, you know, and big thanks again to Philip, you know, for, for bringing all that together for all the house core bands. Then from those shows, we had a little bit of time off and then we went right into the Mexico Metal Fest and it was, we were there with like, exodus and uh sodom it was so sick and incantation and so many great bands and um slipknot was there too man and it was the the final show with jay weinberg jay. which 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 was a, a wild you know we were on the airplane and we were all seeing on our phones you know what was going down with that situation and we were like man we we played his last show how it was just so wild you know for for it but we were there man and we got to go jam mexico it was a great day great performance and um we had a really good time man can't wait get to get back to mexico how do you feel the pantera crowd took you guys in on that little you know on that little run you guys did man as weird as this is, and all the guys in Flesh Order will say this, we did one Arkansas show and two Texas shows. We did three shows with the with the tour, which was awesome. But the Arkansas show, man, much love. Those guys threw down. Arkansas was awesome. Texas was great, you know. It, but Arkansas was just something about it. It was they raised the bar for for us in general. They they were like they were really enjoying it they went crazy they bought merch it was a you know it was a really good performance uh, uh in texas it was um it was awesome it was really good to uh they they you know 
a lot of our friends, a lot of our family. We had a lot of our, you know, support, you know, in the in the crowd. So it was it was good to have everybody there and to see a lot of new faces and a new blood, a lot of new blood taking it in. And the feedback was really, really good on on all ends. But Arkansas was was the sickest one, man. Arkansas was awesome, man. Hell yeah. That's uh so I caught that tour in Indianapolis and it was with uh Snafu opening. Okay. I, I love those guys live. Every time I see them, I'm like going nuts and I've I've got way too messed up during Snafu and I don't remember Lamb of God or Pantera at all. Oh man, I was just gonna ask what you thought of Pantera. <laughs> yeah. It was it like terrible. I, I kicked myself for like two weeks after that, but I, I caught it at uh louder than life and and it was awesome you know goosebumps and i was i just had this conversation with another buddy of mine like there was a group of people in front of us and they were all you know smoking some weed and everyone's drinking and having a good time yeah like the guy turns around and we're singing uh but we i don't know fucking hostile maybe and we just looked at each other and big bear hug like fuck yeah that's Yes, that's that's the metal brotherhood right there, man. Those songs bringing you together, man. I just saw Zach a few nights ago. I went and uh, saw Zach Sabbath in San Antonio, and um, they were phenomenal. Zach was so good. You know, he's been doing the Aussie Black Sabbath stuff for so long, so long. but to do to see his band, three dudes, play this Black Sabbath set. You know, I was trying to get as high as possible I was like let's enjoy this because this is as much sabbath as you know you're gonna as you're gonna get right now you know you, you don't really get to see sabbath anymore you yeah. know so and they were so good and the set list was so good so it was it, it, it was good to see zach i talked to him for a little while after the show hung out with the guys my brother jd from the band after the show and uh saw zach and, and whatnot but uh you know, he, I think he's been doing a good job with uh, with Pantera. Much kudos to to that all those four of those guys in the camp because they are they're bringing it back and bringing it and making it alive again for for everybody. Oh, I absolutely agree, and I don't think they could have picked two, you know, two better guys to take those roles to take it out on the road. Like you know, Zach, of course, right? We've been listening to him for shit coming up on forty years now. Yep. You know, same thing with it's Charlie. Crazy. Yeah. And with those guys, something I'll touch base with, I got to jam with those guys. I, I got to do the first jam with them. And the bass tone from across the room when I was just like this dude holding a guitar and then there's Charlie Benante five feet behind these drums. And these drums were... It was like Neil Peart. It was like, whoa, look at all these beautiful drums, man. And Charlie, you know, the rhythm, the thunder, I should say. Jeez, it, it's so good. It's so precise. But then having Rex across the room, I've been jamming with Philip, you know, forever. So we knew each other. And I, you know, I, I it was, I knew, I knew he, I knew it. I knew it because he was jamming. But then jamming with Rex for the very first time and seeing him and us four dudes in this room, but then him plugging in that bass. And by day two, man, just filling the bass under, you know, just gurgling me inside, man, because it was so 
heavy and so much low end and seeing him shining playing these songs again no did really i really cool you? to help jump start all that you know for, oh, yeah. for them and help them get them uh you know, get them going again, man. And, and Zach coming in and doing this thing. So it's great, man. It's just to be there and be a part of that history though, was, you know, insane in the membrane. Hell yeah. So live shows. So in all your years of performing live, what has been, let's, let's say the top couple of shows that, that really stick out as like, that was fucking out of this world. Man, you know what? I'm going to twist this one a little bit. I'm going to pick a show with each band. Okay. I've never done this. Let's go with each band. Okay. Flesh Hoarder. Man. Flesh Hoarder. Let's see. What's what's one of the wildest shows? God, we've opened so many. Okay. When Flesh Order opened up for Super Joint Ritual, actually, Super joint in Austin, Texas. That was an awesome performance. Awesome show. Small club. Pit. That one for Flesh Order. Man, that was a rare one too. With Soulfly. So who else was on that with Super Joint? Was that the Battlecross Child Bite uh Super it, Joint tour? I think it was with uh either with King Parrot. Oh yeah. Yeah, King Parrot. And, uh, uh and, and Des, someone else. It was Des Fafara. Um, yeah, with, with uh, uh, Devil Driver. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. Um, with Soulfly, let's see. Man, it's been some awesome shows with Soulfly. We've had some good ones. I'll say the show that we had in Athens, Greece. Me and Max got to watch um, Tom G. Warrior from Celtic Frost do a whole Celtic Frost set right before Soulfly. And me and him were just jamming together watching um, Tom G. It was with uh, Trypticon, watching Trypticon just go off. And then we went on, and it was Athens, Greece. Beautiful scenery outside on, on the waterfront. It was, an, uh, it was an amazing performance that night, too. So I'll pick that one. Well, Phil and the Illegals. Man, that's a really easy one because I'll always stand true to the time we got to play opening on the Slayer Tour, but we got to play Madison Square Garden in New York City. It was such a, you know, so the whole day, but that experience walking in with my guitar and seeing Cher and, and Billy Joel and... All these stars on these beautiful photos on the wall, and I'm walking in like, what am I doing at at this place, you know? And it was sold out. And you had Primus Ministry and Slayer, and they said by the time the illegals got off doing the Pantera set, there was eighty percent of the venue was already filled up. Fuck so yeah. it's good to know that the support was there early in the night, and you know we were trying to rage as hard as we could. So with the illegals, I'll go with the MSG show with uh, Soulfly, Athens, Greece, and with Flesh Hoarder, Austin, Texas opening for super joint man three awesome shows three different bands man fuck yeah that you know that 
I think that's really awesome that you guys got to play or that, you you know, you got to play that the end of the fucking Slayer, you know, final tour. How crazy is that? You know, there was eight legs on that tour. There was eight tours that yeah. they did in, in America over a two year period. They did eight tours. So I would have never have thought in any of those tours that I'd be on any of those tours. You know, I know the illegals were jamming, but everybody was jamming. We were everybody was busy. But then when word started to get out in the camp between just a small little amount of people, hey, this is this might be happening or yo, this this might be happening. And I'm just like, what are y'all talking? <laughs> what are y'all talking about here? You know, and then when the word really got out, you guys are doing the final tour and y'all are opening, you know, it was it was just a moment, you know, to be on that last one and to to think about that. 30 day month that November from November the 1st to November 30th and playing those two last shows at the sold out at the um, at Ford in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was uh, a who's who backstage. It was like, wow, look at all these people. Um, but the shows and the emotion that was really floating around between the bands on the run and especially Slayer and honestly, Philip too, seeing, how he was going that day, knowing it was the final day, I could see he was feeling it, you know, yeah. it was a, it was a very emotional thing to be a part of and uh, history, you know, to, and then, and then um, I was talking to Carrie a few weeks ago, I was texting with Carrie and I was telling him, um, yo, bro, I got to play your final show with Slayer. And I also get to play your first show, show with Carrie, your new band. And, <laughs> It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing, man. Just to be there for this history to me, it's just like, man, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very uh, thankful and lucky and 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 uh, excited, man, to to see to see this go down and 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 just to just to see it all go down. And um, I'm just a kid, man. I want to get in that pit and tear some shit up, man. And you know, so it's it's real cool, and I'm you know really excited for it. For Slayer, I miss, I'm sure many people like me around the world over miss Slayer, man. I really, I took my son to see one of the final tours and uh, he was like four years old. So I was really am thankful that he got to see them once, you know. So um, I miss Slayer, though. I miss yeah, him a bunch. Me too. I was like, when, <clears throat> when they announced the show here in Louisville, I was like, all right. I'm going. Absolutely. My daughter, who I think she was 12 at the time, she had just turned 12. And I was like, let's go. She said, all right, cool. And she had a great time. And it was, you know, such a wild bill with, of course, you guys, Slayer, but Primus, like they're they were kind of the, the weirdos on the bill, but they put on such a great fucking show. Man, Primus alone, like I walked into that tour honestly i wasn't that big of a fan i wasn't a, the biggest primus fan you know um but i walked out of that tour the biggest primus fan like me and you know philip and kate a lot of us every night would finish what we were doing we would shower and then we would try to make our way out and we would go watch in a little spot somewhere in the darkness we would watch primus man and they were so good every night and uh now anytime any of the projects from any of the three guys come 
in the area. I'm always there. I try to go see Les. I'll go try to go see Lur. I'll, I'll try to still keep in touch and because they're such phenomenal players. It's just, I was blown away. Ministry too, man, just became brothers with those guys. Still keep in touch and still, they were at Mexico with Flesh Order. Yeah. They played the same day we were. So we were all at the airport together and um, just awesome dudes and legendary music, man, from all the bands. Just legendary music that will live on, man. Yeah, I'm glad Al got off the H, man. That, that shit was going to do him bad. <laughs> I got to smoke some weed with Al a couple times. And I just thought it was the coolest him sitting next to me on a bus and, you know, we're hitting a weed cart and, and it's like the new thing. It was four years ago. So not many people were doing carts, you know, and right. it was just cool. Just getting high, talking stories. And it was Al Jorgensen, man, just hearing, hearing stories from him was awesome, man. Cool cat. Cool. Yeah. Cool dude. Oh, uh, dude. I bet he's got some wild, wild stories. Yes, he has that book out that has some crazy story. I haven't read it, but I've heard about it. I'd like to read it myself because he's a good dude. I really like Al. I honestly would love to do some music with him. And I told him that last time I saw him. I said, man, let's do a song together. One song. Let's just get in the studio and write a song together and see what happens. So I always say, you never know. You never know. One day I, I get a call and I'm in the studio with Al or something, man. Cause you never know. I would really like to, to do something heavy and, and old school with him, man. It'd be fun. Well, you know, you're right. You never know. Right. And if you never try, it'll never happen. Yeah, exactly. And that's so true, Tom. And, you know, even if you get told no, or it doesn't happen, at least you got to voice your opinion or voice your you know, emotion or feeling and, and let that out. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but you got to get it off your chest, man. You got to. That's for sure. So what, uh, what are you listening to right now? That's like that you're just head over heels in love with. Awesome, man. Well, let's see. What am I listening to right now? Honestly, lately I've been going back and I've been listening to a lot of old Haybreed. The oh. jamming some early Haybreed, man. I love, I love the first couple of albums, man. Uh, um, Sacrifice or the, the 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 blue album cover, man. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about because yeah, I just <laughs> survival. Yes, yes, that album and then Perseverance. I've been jamming that. Been jamming a lot of old Crowbar, you know. Uh, but then I've also been writing a lot of music. So lately in the car, I've been listening to a lot of my own demos just to kind of see what I like and what I don't like. I got a lot of stuff that I'm writing for a new project. I would, I'll get into this a little bit. I can't get into it too, too much because it's still pretty brand new and fresh. And, uh, but I'll talk to you about it a little bit more and let you know a little bit more once we you know, once we're done here, but there's going to be a new band on the horizon, man. And I'm trying to get some some good guys together, man. Right now, it's just three of us. We're looking for uh, another dude, you know, maybe maybe two more. But um, it's going to be something that it's going to be on the lookout for. It's not going to be one genre. I don't want to be one genre. I want to be able to, to have, you know, a little bit of everything in it. Some slow stuff, some heavy stuff, some fast thrash metal, you know. But a, but a band that could touch a little bit of all bases and everybody can get a little something out of, man. And um, working on something with a couple of guys in my area, 
and very uh, thankful for these couple of dudes because it's going to be something that when we come together, it's going to be good. So I got, I, you know, I'm, I've been jamming a lot of the demos right now and uh, kind of listening to a lot of that. But when I'm not, some crowbar and some hay breed, man. Death, of... is, death is a something the satis satisfaction of the. Of, now I'm trying huh. to remember the name of the, the first hay. I love that album. I just got it on vinyl, oh, man. I'm gonna look. It's like satisfaction is the death of desire. Or desire, something like that. yeah, that's it right there. They're uh, gonna look at me and they're gonna. I they're gonna punch me next time they see. They're gonna be like, "You fool!" I love that album though, man. And I get a lot of inspiration. You know, I'll pay it back. I couldn't remember the exact name, yes. but I'm but I'm getting a lot of inspiration from that album and some of this new music that I'm doing. So I'm definitely want to pay some tribute back to that first and second Hey Breed album, man. Those are some classics for me and, and my younger self, man. So a yeah. lot of that. And like I said, mixed with some crowbar and the slower, more heavier, you know, riff, the more important style riffing and it's not just whatever thrown it's it's very thought out and whatnot and uh you know want to make it catchy and heavy man so working on some new stuff i'll let you know about man but uh i can't wait to for all of us to be able to announce you know the guys and, and what we've got going on because i think it's going to be a big deal i think a lot of people in the metal world will be like man this will be something to look forward to because it's some good dudes man so it'll be cool hell yeah i'm excited i I just love finding new music so like anytime a guitar player that i like or, or drummer or whatever is like oh i got this new thing i'm like oh i want to hear some of that shit like totally i'll I keep can. you in the loop i'll keep you in the loop when i when i got some new tunes and then i'll be like check this out check this out man for sure brother hell yeah dude i appreciate that that'll be a lot of fun um so when do you head back out with soulfly i feel like you guys are just out in a few weeks right we got um well right now max is out with his other band go ahead, go and, ahead die. and die brand new band yeah they're actually playing it's tuesday they're playing on friday so i'm gonna take my my nine-year-old my little metalhead me and him are gonna go out and watch the show and uh say hi to everybody and then um with Soulfly, it looks like we're going to get busy in May, which is great because I have some time at home to work on this other project and to continue to write for Soulfly. So it's going to be good. I have a, I already have a couple demos ready to go. We're going to show Max on Friday and be like, check this out. I'm, I want to bring back the old style of um, almost new metal of, of Soulfly. Not necessarily new metal, but the groove, I should say. The yeah. old groove. I want to bring that back, man, and uh, focus on that. And, and, and you know, let's slam in that pit, man. You know what I mean? Let's let's get in there and let's tear it up. So I'm, I'm, I want to bring that back. And you can hear it with what I'm focusing on. So it's good. And uh, that we have some shows in May, a couple of big festivals. And then one at the end of the year, I got some other stuff lining up. I got the a show in uh and in, uh, in June. I'm gonna be announcing soon with some old school Bay Area dudes, and then with the Bay Area International in August in Dynamo, and a whole bunch of other stuff sprinkled in in between, man. So I can't wait to announce more things as I get the approval on everybody's yeah. end uh, to say some more stuff. But uh, definitely staying busy and in between every event. 
I'm at home and I'm always writing and just, even if it's for myself, I have a lot of, you know, bluesy, you know, Santana-y stuff, you know, it's just my own little thing. So I'm always keeping busy, but this year it seems to be, I'm writing for a lot of different things. So it's, you know, I can't wait to, to get all that out. It's going to be oh. good. Hell yeah. Stay creative, dude. That's you've got to, you've, you've really got to, I just read a, um, read an article earlier about when Newstead left uh, Metallica you know, it was like, oh, like I knew he left because he wasn't happy, but I never really dug into it. But uh, he was trying to do whatever that alt alt band was. And, and of course, James. The guy, yeah, they were like, not no. having it. Yeah. yeah. So he he showed up to the award show and that was kind of it. You know, they nothing else matters. And he kind of gave a final goodbye, which you know, look in retrospect, you look at it and you're like, oh man, I didn't realize that was really happening at the time. And it was, he was saying bye. Yeah. Speaking of Jason Newstead, I was just talking about the, the place that he got the offer. There's a spot in San Francisco called Tommy's. I think it's Tommy's joint. And it was like a restaurant, Hofbrow restaurant style uh, slash bar. And uh, I was there about a year or two ago and totally fell in love with Tommy's the vibe, the food, it was, it's, it's like no other. And I get to go back to San Francisco in June and I cannot wait to go back to Tommy's. And I always just tie, tie it into the place that Jason Newstead got the offer. I think in the restroom stall or something like that. I think some, something like that. He got, I just know he got the offer there at Tommy's to join Metallica. And, uh, I just tie that in with the restaurant anytime I'm in there. And, uh, I can't wait to go back to that spot. And uh, one more thing about Metallica, my all-time favorite band, man. I can't say enough about how awesome Metallica is. And, um, you know, everybody knows it's just my my all-time favorite band. They've always given back and, you know, been real real supportive of metal and, and uh, you know, and everything in between, man. So much, so much, so much. Yeah, and it's always, you know, it's so funny. Uh, the older I get, the more I realize, you know, I was one of those guys that was like, you know, after justice, I was like, Oh, you know, it's not, it's not old Metallica, you know, it's not justice. It's not master. It's not ride yes, the lightning. Ride lightning yes. But but then you look at it and like kill them all was thrashy. And then they go a lot more orchestrated. Right. And of course that natural progression and then justice was super, super dark my favorite album is Justice. Mine All too. the albums, my favorite one is Justice. It's just pounding. It from Blackened to Dire's Eve, it's just a pounding album. You know, it's different. It's so different from all the other albums. You know, it's it's it has its acoustic, but it, it's just unrelenting on the fast riffs, man. It's hard to play, you know, because yeah. it's so it's so fast, man. But yeah, Justice is my favorite one. But like, as you say, even Death Magnetic, which came out like in 08 or 09, I really like that album. And it's kind of an overlooked Metallica album, but there's some really good riffs on that on that disc, you know. And even Hardwired, when that came out like in 2016, 2017 or something, another great album. And it's just another riffy, riffy good album. So, you know, I yeah. appreciate it good riff man so yeah i feel like the older they get them you know the more uh they get back to i don't know i'm not gonna say early metallica but they have that same like 
drive and feeling right you see him getting alive again with it even you know 72 seasons was you know pretty solid yeah it was pretty solid it was uh you can tell like just like you said they're having fun and that's the important thing you know i mean you can wrap it up all into that there you can hear the fun that they're having in those riffs you know and uh it's great. It's good. It's what, you know, with what they need is what we need. So it's, it's really, really cool. Earlier this year, I got to ride on the bus with Philip from uh, Houston to Dallas. So this is a story I've never told anybody, but I, I jumped on the bus with Philip after a Houston show, the flesh holder open. We played the show Pantera played the night is over and me and Philip get on the bus and now we're headed to a Metallica Pantera show. So it's an off day for our tour, but I wanted to see the Metallica Pantera show, uh, 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 mammoth. I cannot leave out my brothers and mammoth. Those guys rule, uh, all the guys, super cool dudes. Um, but it was, it was them three bands. I jumped in the bus with Philip. We had a mosh pit, a two man mosh pit at the back of the bus Philip was jamming this obscure, I mean, bands I never heard of, thrash metal from Canada. It was just like, I mean, it was rare bands. It was awesome. And he was, he was having fun. I was having fun. And we were just enjoying the moment, getting rowdy, the back of the bus. We went to bed. I, I woke up the next morning. Now we're at Arlington Stadium with the Dallas Cowboys play. It's a whole different ball game from the night before. Now we're at this hundred thousand something capacity venue. It's a stadium. It's so big. Metallica is in the building. We wake up. I'm. We get in this cart and we're we're being ushered uh, into the building. You know, it's just a few of us and. I remember we're going to Philip's dressing room. I'm just sitting in the back of this cart and we're passing all this stuff. And I look in the dressing in the in the catering room, and there's Kirk Hammett. I'm like, man, Kirk Hammett's right in there. He's in the catering room right there. And I'm just holding my backpack. We get to Philip's room. And um later on that day, a lot, you know, we're in the we're we're hanging at the stadium. Later in the day, I got to sound check with the guys. Zach was running a little late on something, so they needed a guy to play sound check a song, and it was Charlie Rex and Philip, just like we did a year before. But now we're on Metallica's stage, and I'm on the stage, and I'm holding Zach's guitar, and we're playing in the stadium, and we're playing Walk, and I'm just like. What is going on? I'm trying my best to not mess up because I can't comprehend almost what is going on. I'm like, literally, I better play this right because this I didn't expect this whatsoever. But now here I am. I got to do this. And we, and we did it. And and Zach walked up. Zach t- took the guitar over. They did their thing. And I remember walking over to... Lars's drum set, his yellow drum set, and it was right in front of me. And I took a picture, and I you can see it on my Instagram, but I took a photo and I'm standing on the Metallica stage in front of the 72 seasons drum set. And I'm just like, and I'm telling you, it's it's like a kid in a candy store being on that stage alone, 
jamming with Pantera, but just being on the, a, a Metallica stage, it's just like, what is going on? And we know what is going on right now. This is, this is crazy. And it was just a moment that I'll never, ever forget. I, I think I called my mom and my dad when I was done with all that. It was like, mom, you know, like I just played the Dallas Cowboys stadium, you know, it was empty, but I just got to play the stadium and look around and just see thousands and thousands of seats. And, you know, it was just a moment, man. It was just a, something I've never talked about until right now. I've never discussed that or with anybody. It's been, you know, almost something I've kept in, you know, so it's, it's cool to think about it and to stir up those thoughts and emotions again, but just to be on that Metallica stage is, is the point. And I just could not believe I got there. It was so cool, man. Did, did you ever think in, in your wildest imagination, you would be in that position? <sighs> Even after all the things I've done? No, I don't think I ever was like, oh, I'm going to play a Metallica stage. You know, nobody thinks that nobody's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to go play the Metallica stage one day because, you know, I never thought that my dream was to always share the stage with Metallica. All right, we'll play a festival, we'll play a show. They'll be on the you know same bill or something at a festival, but never to be on their grounds, on their stage on in their room you know it was just a whole different situations and i would have never thought that in, a, in my wildest dreams and then to be playing with charlie benante rex and philip on their stage was just a whole like i said it's just something you don't ever think is, is ever gonna happen but it does yeah <laughs> but it does it's crazy that's the shit dreams are made of you it know? is man it is and like i said i just i thank every day for for just being a part of this world being a part of the of it all you know and i tell everybody and everybody that knows me personally will tell you i try to stay positive i try to be the the bright guy out of the out of the situation if things are bad it sucks i know but i still try to look at the bright side of the situation and, and try to bring that into the the positivity into the to whatever situation so I just like being that guy and going with the flow. I always say, and just playing my absolute heart out and just ripping shreds and, and having fun and enjoying the moment, being a fan of music, giving back with the fans, being there with the fans, watching shows and playing shows, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a moment and it's, it's something that I live for slash my family, which I live for even more so, you know, I take care of my family, got to make sure that they're okay. And then I go out and rock it, man. So it's a great balance. And I just try to do the best I can to make everybody as happy and, and myself, man. It's good. Yeah. I think you got a lot of people rooting for you to, to keep going and, you know, get play bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, it's, you know, I, I've, I followed you, I don't know, for a few years now and to, to watch your progression. I love it. Every time it's like, Oh, Mike's doing this. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like I'm, I love to see people succeed and whatever that is. Right. Like if you just want to be a manager, but you know, particularly, you know, you're totally right. And, 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 and that goes, a lot of that happens even behind the scenes that not too many people know about us guys 
we, you know, in the, in this, in, in, in the, 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 you know, us, um, what do I call it? Like, 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 um, somebody that you work with, there's a word for it. Well, us dudes here in the jam, the, us dudes in the scene, we all support each other. And when something big happens for somebody, you know, we're, we're, you know, messaging each other and saying, man, I'm so happy for you that you're doing this or you're doing that because it's it, the camaraderie is uh is definitely uh, a big thing and and it's it's not good to be like man fuck that or you know whatever right. with that you know so and so is doing something man be happy for him because it's it, it's good it's good for everybody and it's good you know and in, in 2024 and uh, I'm looking forward to like I said letting some things out because I got some things in the works too man that's gonna be uh badass so I, I can't wait to, to to get out and share with everybody but you know the support gotta gotta support each other man for sure that like uh i think the biggest thing is you know we we when we come together right we get a lot further than when we do it on our own totally and that's even with your husband your wife boyfriend and girlfriend or whoever you're with you work together you're gonna succeed and you're gonna get farther than being, you know, alone and, you know, you'll still do things, but it's always good to, you know, come together and, and move forward because you'll get further, man, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. All right, Mike, we've talked a lot. Uh, I, I know you've got a lot going on. You want to have some family time tonight. Uh, so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your schedule to come and, and chat with me so we can, you know, get this out there and, and I don't know. This is a good one. It's a good talk tonight, man. Had a, had a good time talking to you on my end. Just want to say thanks to everyone who's going to view this, who's going to check it on out, man. And, um, hopefully you, hopefully you enjoy it, man. And, um, spread the word a lot to look forward to. If you see me at a show, you see me floating around, come say what's up. I'm always down to talk and hang out, man. And uh, a lot to look forward to. A lot of music coming my way in 2024, and then some instruments and other other things. So um, you know, as things move forward, I'll be able to announce. If you want to follow me, anybody and everybody, my Instagram is at Metal Mike Five One Two. I'm always putting all my stuff there, and I'm on Facebook, and you know, usually we'll put my stuff on there too, man. So I'm pretty accessible. And if you need me, just reach out and um, support metal and smoke the good weed. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Hell yeah. Have a great night, Mike. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. Cheers, you guys.